Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Today, I have the lovely pleasure of having Amy Stedman with us today of Future Proof Brands. How are you, Amy? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. And so off top, let's just start off with please just telling us a little bit about your journey, including maybe a few times where you just had pivots or things that motivated you. And of course, leading up to where you are now with Future Proof Brands. Yeah, absolutely. So the story of Future Proof really starts with Beatbox Beverages, our main product line. Uh, We call it the world's tastiest portable party punch. So it was an innovation that started on the box wine category, first launched back in 2013. At the time, I was in my mid-20s, and we were seeing boxed wine at every party, every tailgate, every river float trip. But no one really loved the wine that they were drinking. And the brands, they just didn't really appeal to our generation. So my business partners and I Um, Justin, Brad, Jason, and Dan, and myself came up with the idea to make box wine less boring, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I met Justin in Entrepreneurship Club during our first semester at McCombs Business School getting our MBA. So Mm -hmm. um, it was really cool to be in the sort of grad school environment starting the company. At the time, I was a DJ on the student radio station there. And (laughs) Jason and Dan and Justin and I were the NBAs that were, you know, always wanted to go to concerts and music festivals. Music was really the center of our social lives. And we wanted to create an alcohol brand that was all about music and bringing people together around the world with music and good times. So that was the origin of Beatbox. We created many prototypes, tested out different sort of radio style packaging with different designers. Mm -hmm. We emptied out box wine and filled them with our own kind of mixes of like lemonade mixers, vodka, whatever. Um, We went to lots of parties, uh, large apartment complex pools, tailgates, and tested out the product with more than a thousand people. Mm -hmm. Launched it uh, back in March 2013, right before we graduated. And we were sort of the first ready-to-drink party punch in a boxed wine format um, back then. So I was still working my day job at that time. In early 2014, we had the product in some stores. We had just gotten into HEB, a uh, regional, you know, very important grocery chain here in Texas. Um, and we had gotten a distribution deal with RNBC through a connection, through networking as well, through McCombs and, and the UT network. Um, and so we ended up being able to pitch at a casting call for Shark Tank. And got to film for Shark Tank in 2014 and ended up doing one of the biggest deals on the show of all time. It was a million dollars for a third of the business with Mark Cuban, also Texan. So very exciting. Um, So, you know, the years that followed, we really had to learn. Like we were very young entrepreneurs. I was like 25 Mm -hmm. years old when, you know, we were going on Shark Tank and everything. Um, And so we were just learning the alcohol industry. It's a very difficult industry. And so we had to make many changes to the business model, everything from our distribution network um, to our product, you know, right. format, price point and everything. And 
And so we did change the product, we changed distribution, we changed a lot of the people that were working with us just based on, you know, who we needed to go to the next level. Um, so a lot of that was very painful and very difficult yeah. you know, to fundraise for a startup that is still trying to figure it out and, and doesn't have that hockey stick growth yet that mm-hmm. investors see. Um, but, you know, over the past three years, we have really kind of figured out the model with Beatbox and have become the fastest growing, fastest selling single serve wine product in the U.S., um, you know, in 2020 and everything. And so we have just been hitting the ground running. And a big part of that has also been evolving our business model. So right now, application for B Corp certification, um, we're also trying to bake in a lot of our uh, environmental considerations that we first took in when we first tried to make, you know, this box wine eco-friendly product uh, back in the origins and kind of really put that kind of carbon accounting and mm-hmm. sustainability practices, diversity practices into our business so that we can be the change that we want to see in the alcohol industry. Wow. Everything from the flavors to the marketing to how we get business done. So um, that's kind of where we're at today, the, the sort of medium, not yeah. short version, not long version, but yeah. Perfect. Thanks right in the middle. Let me share that story. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you. Cause then it gives me more to ask and talk about. So it only helps me too. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So definitely. What did you think, what do you think it does for your customers and your brand? Like you said, going a little bit deeper, like you said, as far as being eco-friendly, focusing on diversity and kind of having that evolution as a brand, how do you think that helps you just, you know, overall? <clears throat> You know, we kind of started thinking about it from a generational perspective. We knew that as millennials and young people, a lot of the brands that were marketing to us felt very inauthentic. And that's something that we really didn't care for. And those brands weren't really resonating with us. And so we noticed that right away. And then just as I've been in the industry, obviously, as a female and, you know, I'm I'm also an immigrant from the Middle East. So that's part of my story as well. Just like, experiencing the industry, you know, I feel like it just makes us more motivated than ever to kind of be, you know, be that next generation company that we hope the whole industry will be, you know, a B Corp or, you know, really focused on sustainability and diversity and try to, you know, just build equity into our industry again, because it's a, it's, it's a very kind of unfair industry in a lot of ways. Alcohol industry is like very interesting. Yeah, it's very tough. So, you know, I think it, and it's part of, you know, almost every human community, you know, celebrates with alcohol and, Mm -hmm. you know, part of our culture. So every community should have access to this industry. And, um, you know, we, we think that that comes through, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do, we don't really talk about that much with our consumers. because Part of our ethos about it too, is that, you know, like climate change and stuff like that, like, that really shouldn't be on people to think that them, you know, not, you know, riding the bike to work once a month or something is going to be the change that we need to do. Mm -hmm. So just as a business, we say, you know, what if we made it so where all of our customers just have to worry about having good times? Like, you know, we'll worry about everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so okay. that's our perspective. So we've done a lot of stuff with the eco-friendly side. I mean, we do announce it and things like that, like we're plastic uh neutral. So, you know, there's okay. some parts of our product that we can't avoid because it's liquid. We need a liner in our tetra pack that's plastic, it's got a plastic cap and whatnot, so it's waterproof. Um, 
but as much plastic as we put into the world, we've partnered with like an offset program to remove the same weight in plastic or more from rivers and nature and other places where they don't have as good trash collection um, systems. Right now we're working with a community group in India that's doing it. So it's, you know, but we don't put that on our packaging and everything. Like we just kind of do it because like the whole point, like we're focusing on people having fun with our brand. Like Mm -hmm. we don't really sell environmentally friendly. We just believe that if you're a company, you should be doing this stuff, you know, period. And don't necessarily need to put it out there as these big promotional (laughs) things. Like, no, this is just kind of the standard. I like to talk about it to other business people on a business right. perspective and other founders because I want everybody to be doing this stuff and I want people to be able to say, oh, like, tell me about that B Corp assessment. Like, it looked mm-hmm. pretty gnarly. Like, tell me how you guys did it so that I could make it more accessible to right. talk about it. Um, but with my customers, yeah, I just want them to have fun and enjoy and just be part of a brand that promises good vibes only. And, and that, yeah. we've got, you know, that's that's my goal with it. Yeah, I love that. And I definitely want to go back to how you mentioned, obviously, this whole the whole alcohol industry just being a little tough and ruthless (laughs) and everything. Like you said, as a woman, as of Middle Eastern descent, what do you think throughout this whole journey, maybe a couple of things that you really learned about yourself just as a businesswoman? And of course, just personally as well, that just going through this journey has taught you. Yeah, well, you know, for me, it was not just growing the business, but I was becoming an adult as well. Right. Same time. So, you know, I really did invest in mental health. And I think that's something that's really important. I took the time to go to therapy and was part of like a group therapy program that was every other Wednesday for like four years or something. I built it into my schedule because I recognized that it was challenging for me to, you know, a lot of the highs and lows with the business, you just really take them so personally. And I kind of had to learn how to separate my identity from my business and um, just navigate a lot of that mental health stuff because any difficult work, you know, from activism, from trying to solve climate change to trying to grow an alcohol company and everything in between, it's like, you know, you're just putting a lot of responsibility on your brain that, you know, most human generations have never experienced the amount of like complexity that we put on ourselves in modern life. And so I just, kind of recognize that I'm only so capable of handling so much and like just try to have like a very supportive community, you know, connect with other entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. with my friends and family, and then, you know, read a lot about mental health, meditation and therapy so that um, when stuff comes up, I'm just got that support system and right. you know, action plan one, two, three, before I start freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that it sounds like obviously that kind of proactive approach helps a lot rather than waiting until you crack and then having a solution you kind of have built it in like you said into your routine so in that support system absolutely and just expecting that there will be really dark and down days Mm -hmm. from you know experiencing like scary experiences as a woman you know Mm -hmm. doing events with alcohol like drunk people everywhere or like you know from just everything is just tough, you know? So it's, it's just part of it. And if you can just say, Hey, I know for a fact that as an entrepreneur, I'll probably look the face of my business totally going away and dying at least three, four or five times, you know, like for us, that's, that was true. And I had a mentor actually tell me that the first time I thought we were going out of business, he said, Hey, just so you know, this is probably going to happen like five times, (laughs) you know, like, 
what are you going to do next time uh, this happens? Like, uh, you know, what are you going to do differently? Like, how are you going to handle yourself? Because I was just crying and I was a mess. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, I think if you can just say, hey, life is going to be hard. How are you going to deal with it? Um, that really just helps move forward. Yeah. Frame it up. Yeah. Absolutely. And what are maybe some of your tips and tricks? I think the identity thing is something that's huge, whether it's business or sports or anything, you know, we typically tie it to our work. What are maybe some things that you do to kind of separate, you know, Amy and businesswoman Amy <laughs> and just the job? Yeah, well, um, you know, the whole, the whole point of being an entrepreneur for me is like, I did just want to be myself all day. And so I try to find the things that you know, I'm, I am really good at and kind of focus on that in my work life. And then at home, um, you know, I, I do find it kind of hard to turn off, but my boyfriend and my three dogs and, uh, definitely help me kind of get more oriented around nature. I also like video games because they're so complicated. I can't think about work. Like, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> balance. Yeah. So that's kind of my escapism, but also love just hiking and being in nature and kind of like physically separating myself from my workspace, mm-hmm. and kind of pulling myself out of it. But um, it definitely like just it's all together. You know, I don't think it's like work life anymore. It's just life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming at you. Yeah. Absolutely. And so you see, it's obviously been such a journey for Amy as far as from 2013. Now it's the beginning of 2021. What is your vision for future-proof brands in the next, you know, two, three years? Well, we're still only in like 4% of all the stores we could be in, in the states that we're currently in. We're only in like 30 of the 50 states. And then there's Mm -hmm. the whole world to take over too. So yes, we're we're really excited to keep growing beatbox and just, um, and then personally as an entrepreneur, the bigger that the company gets, it's more of a platform for me to get engaged on some of the stuff that I am really interested in from sustainability conversations to, um, you know, looking at diversity in the industry and, you know, what we could do to be change makers there as well. So, um, you know, it's just exciting to use the company as a platform for social good and have the growth of the company be really fun on a lot of levels, you know, from a financial perspective, from a social interest perspective. And then for my business, you know, going to music festivals and having fun with people. That's where we started it from, you know, so that's that's the best part, too. Wonderful. Thank you. So for our listeners who are on here right now, where should they go for more information about your brand or even just to connect and learn more about Amy Stedman? Yeah, absolutely. So beatboxbeverages.com is our website. Um, We actually do have a crowdfunding campaign that's open right now. So if people are interested in checking out the company and potentially investing in the company, it's available. Um, It's also on futureprf.com to look at more of our For the Future initiatives and social impact initiatives. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Amy Stedman, um, on Twitter as well, at Amy Claire. Um, so all of that is uh, also linked on on there as well. So thank you. Thank you, Amy Stedman. Thank you for joining us. And what a wonderful journey it's been for you. And good luck in the future. Appreciate it. Thank you, Gabby, and, and everyone at the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. 
And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag conscious business leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review? Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.